Should we uh, get started on this journey to find the drill? Sure. All right. Well, you know what this is all about. It's the drill. It's you know the drill. You know the drill with Salmon Ruts. Hello. Yes. So today, say, well, I'll let you take this because this is kind of a, I mean, this is a, your, it's it's my my forte. This is your field. Yeah. This is, and I'm kind of more sideline commentary. But what is it not? (laughs) Oh, okay. All right. Anyway, my episodes were pretty good, I think. I I enjoyed them. I enjoyed them. Um, yeah. yeah. Ow. <laughs> that was loud. It hurt my ears and it hurt my hands. Not, not ow. <laughs> All right. So today, mainly because we already hit about the big news of the Epic Games stuff last week, which actually, one quick follow up on that. Diving into the legal documents, it's something that they're not necessarily, not a lot of places are reporting on that, you know. For our conversation last week, Epic is being the white knight about fighting the 30% tax, right? Yeah. The reason yeah. being that they're trying to break up this, you know, Google and app monopoly, uh, the Google and iOS app store monopolies is yeah. because they plan to launch a competitor app store. Ooh. It's the same technique, right, that we saw that they did to Steam. Because they did a, sim- a similar thing to Steam a couple of years ago. When they launched the actual Epic Games App Store or Epic Games Store online, and mm-hmm. it's already taken quite a bit of like market share, like it's taken a good chunk of the the marketplace. Okay, uh, are so they? This, this is something what they're trying to do. They're tra- basically trying to expand it um, onto their mobile devices, and they actually had a agreement with OnePlus, which is the fifth. I want to say the fifth largest phone carrier they had an agreement to have the app store or their the epic game store preloaded on all their phones and google came in and smashed that down the hill because it violated their terms of service so are they just creating their own store for their own games or are they creating a platform for others they're use? creating a platform for others now are they are they going to be doing the same thing they're doing by charging like a, the same amount of a premium? Or are they going to make no, it are, like... They are charging a premium, but it's 12% instead of 30 Oh, so they're, they're, they're still being kind of righteous and, and trying to give other publishers and, and, and indies and whatever uh, a, a cheaper alternative. That's, that's exactly it. Okay, well, that's good. I, I commend yeah, them for that. Still white, they're still white hiding a bit. Uh, yeah. They're still fighting the good fight. Wait, is what isn't white knighting like a, a doesn't that have a negative connotation? When it comes to like relationships, I guess, but essentially in a and I guess in a moral concept, I mean they are being the white knight essentially breaking up the uh the monopoly oh, fair enough. agencies of the gov- of the corporations. Okay. Cool. Good good on them. Yeah. So all right, well this week we are talking about audio, like music covers and sampling. What's the difference? Yeah. What's going on? How are they perceived? Are they legal? Okay. So yeah. for, those, for those who are not familiar with what they are, or what the difference is, we'll put it that way. A cover is when an artist takes the lyrics, essentially the lyrics, and maybe some of the uh, an original audio, and covers it in their own way, right? Most often it could be like an ode to the original artist, or they could ask their permission, or whatever. 
Um, very popular so, one. Because I always thought that a cover was was just straight up, oh, I'm going to take this song, I'm going to do my own version of it. Like, I, I so there's... Also, yeah, but I mean, like, they, like, they took, they take, like, it's mainly the lyrics, right? Because you don't take all of the original, like, you don't, it's, you take the whole thing, it's just a copy, right? Um, you basically take yeah. the lyrics and you take a bit of the audio, like, you take there, if it has a memorable riff or a memorable melody, you know, something that is, is the original song, right? And that's, yes. you use that to cover. So, like, for a good example, I think, and because a lot of people did not know it was a cover, is Disturbed and their cover of Land, Land of Confusion by uh, Genesis. Oh, wow. That's Phil Collins. I mean, that's... Um, yeah, that's the, actually, Gen- the original... The original, like, plays a lot on the radio, too, so I'm kind of surprised that a lot of people did not recognize that. Yeah. I mean, it's a very, like, it's got that same beat, right? The same, same melody is there, but it's taken to a completely different level. Like, a lot of people, again, did not know it was a cover. There's a lot of artists that are getting very good at making their own songs, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's the original, but no, it's definitely not. And there are okay. some artists that, like, they, you know, they make the staple, they're making a cover album, right? And they're covering their favorite hits. Or a yeah. band a band that makes um, a lot of covers and unfortunately almost have made their name for making covers. Like the covers that they make are their best well-known hits. Yeah. Uh, Five Finger Death Punch. Okay. Yeah, because they, they're one of their biggest hits is Bad Company, right? Which is just mm-hmm. a cover of Bad Company's Bad Company. Uh, didn't... Uh, oh, oh yeah, I know um, Rihanna did like a not long ago had like a a cover of a a Tame Impala song that was really that that, that I believe kind I don't of remember what it's called. I don't remember what it's called. Um, but yeah, I remember hearing it. I th- I think I know. Like um, yeah, I can I can I think it's um, let me see. Tap 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 tap. Yes. Uh, new person, same old mistakes. Yeah, I think I remember really liking it, actually. I mean, there's obviously, like, a lot of people enjoy it. There's, there's a, you can go ahead and look. A lot of people enjoy a lot of different covers, and there's a lot of people that hate covers. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of, because there's also a lot of horror covers out there. Yeah. Well, and it's like you said, I mean, a lot of covers are, I mean, in general, because when I think of covers, I think of something that's, like, just this one band is doing their version of a song, but it's like, it's still pretty much the same. They don't do that much to differentiate it. You know, like, I feel like that's most like, for instance, and I mean, I, I, I love this cover. I think it's great. And I love the original song. It's just, it's, 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 but it's very similar. Like, um, uh, no doubt cover of, uh, it's my life. I mean, it's, it's fairly cl- It's very close. It's yeah, just, isn't that that original is Bon Jovi, right? No, no, no. Um, bon Jovi does has a song that's similar to that. Yeah, I think I think Bon Jovi does have an "It's My Life" song, but it's it's completely different. No, it's uh, "Talk Talk," one of one of my favorite '80s bands. Fun fact. Yes, which I may have mentioned before. I can't remember. Um, yeah, like when I was when I was thinking is uh, a good example of a of a band who does covers really well is Hailstorm. Okay. Hailstorm and Lizzie Hale. They are, I think they have three or four. Three or four? Yeah, I want to say three or four. 
don't know. Um, albums that are designated to being cover albums. Like, they made a whole series of it. You've never listened to um, Hailstorm or Lizzie Hale, for that fact. Fix that. As a female rock singer, her voice is just impeccable. It's great. Was it, um, I know this is going back, but uh, wasn't Linda Ron- Ronstad mostly known for doing covers? I think so. Yeah, I mean, it's very, I don't really remember, like, an original of hers. I remember her just covering a bunch of different things. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, so like here, um, for example, yeah, if you look on Spotify, Hailstorm's number one song, uh, Mo- I don't know if that's most played per se, but it's number one most well-known, is their cover of Bad Romance from Lady Gaga. Oh. Yeah. Oh, like, um, what about uh, Richard Cheese? Richard Cheese. Oh, my boy, Richard Cheese. Rich, your boy. <laughs> I just actually spent um, we my sister and I we were playing Stardew a couple of nights ago, and we spent the entire time listening to Richard Cheese, and it yeah. was great. It, it's great. Like, I think that honestly made a a bit of a step forward in the world of covers when his song was actually picked to be in. Was Zack Snyder the one who directed Dawn of the Dead? Uh. No, isn't the it remake. George Romero? No, the remake. The remake. In didn't he do the? Didn't, didn't he, I think he did the remake. I think George A. Romero did his own remake. No, who would do wait, that? Wait, wait. Did you you said Dawn of the Dead, right? Yeah. I think it. Yeah, I thought maybe not. I don't know. I thought he just decided to remake it. No, he's not that kind of person. I don't. Well, okay. I'm looking it up now. Dawn of the life. Dead, two thousand four. Directed by Zack Snyder. I was right. Okay, so I don't know. He, he was involved. He, he was involved. He was consulted. Um, okay. I didn't yeah. know Zack Snyder did that. I thought he just did like... It's one, like, of the few, it's one of the few Zack Snyder films I actually like. You and everybody else, I guess. <laughs> I mean, unfortunately, I know it's a garbage movie. I like Sucker Punch. I mean, I liked Watchmen. I don't think I just watched all of it. I think I fell asleep halfway through to be honest. So you don't you don't watch the Watchmen? I watch the Watchmen TV series. Oh yeah, yeah. That's, that's supposed to be That's actually good. Right. Yeah, yeah, I've heard it's supposed to be I, I saw an episode, I just didn't uh pick up from from that, but I think it's on HBO, right? I don't have yeah, that. Right. Okay. I just get, I just get it as a free trial whenever there's a show. Like I did that for Chernobyl. Oh, maybe I'll have to do that then. I'll have to do a little free trial situation. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, yeah, Richard Cheese. Richard Cheese is amazing. Like, I think that made a step forward in the world of covers um, when his song was picked for Dawn of the Dead. And if you don't know which one I'm talking about, he covered Down With the Sickness by Disturbed in a jazz lounge kind of style. Like, it was a very, mm-hmm. it was almost jarring the first time you watched it. It was like, what the hell? How does this pair up? It's like, yeah. Oh, you got this nice, you know, smooth jazz as they're killing zombies, and then they're playing chess on the building on the tops of um, malls, and as they're having sex in the middle of a department stores, you know, and you just hear, "Oh shit, la 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 la," <laughs> like it's so it's so out of place, but it's probably the best scene in that movie. Easy, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like we can go on and on and on about covers, but. Sampling, all right? So sampling, let's make this stark difference, is using a beat or 
a, like a key element from a song and mm-hmm. not necessarily saying that you used it. You know, it's something that's recognizable, right? Uh, you can right. manipulate it any way you want, but it's something that's obviously recognizable. You could, without the other artist's permission, you could get into serious legal trouble uh, regarding it. Like, for a good example is for Robin Thicke and Pharrell got in trouble for sampling some song in the 80s, if I remember correctly, um, for uh, Blurred Lines. They got in huge legal trouble for that. I think a good example of a sampled song, because you see samples a lot in, like, in rap music and in electronic yeah. samples all the time. A good example is Kanye West. He has a sample in his song Stronger, which he essentially is just him rapping over Harder, Better, Faster, Stronger by Daft Punk. Mm-hmm. Like that's it. And I think they yeah, it, if I remember correctly, but at the same time, I'm like, yeah, if he, he didn't, that, that could be a huge legal issue. But uh, but it wasn't they that that was no again I think they I think they collaborated because Def Punk is pretty open to collaborating as long as you like come to them essentially like they're not going to go cool. to short but yeah they need to put out a new album yeah it's been uh, it's been a little bit huh or, or or call it quits because I think if if anything random access members random access memories was a fantastic album to end their career on. Yeah, that was, and that was, what, 2012? Yeah, something like that. Early, early aughts. The, er, the early aughts. No, that was... No, the early 2010s. The, whatever. The, 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 the 10s, yeah. The early 10s. Um, the early 10s. Well, um, like, back in the day, though, like, they didn't sampling... Sampling used to just be done, right? They didn't... Yeah. Like, they, that... They they didn't start get doing dealing with like the permission because there was wasn't there like something that came like wasn't there a case that happened that was like that brought that into the work because like in the early days of you know sampling that was kind of just like the whole idea was, well, yeah, it was essentially sampling was a wide practice and like it, it is still the I don't want to say it's the DCRM the DM DMCRA there's a government entity that stepped in and it's like between. It's essentially with the rise of the digital age, right? Like we, oh yeah, we've been seeing seeing uh, covers just being killed left and right, and sampling and all that kind of stuff. Since the basically since the average creator, average person can make money on the internet from using someone else's uh, someone else's you know original IP essentially. Yeah, it's it's pretty much gone now. Like there, so it's it's just get slammed. It's a more recent thing. Is now is this it was in the last ten years. It's been a Okay, so this is so this isn't even like a Napster era type thing. This is even oh, later pre- than that. Yeah, pre Napster. Or post Napster. Oh bef- post Napster, yeah. Okay. That I that definitely helped spur the way between was Napster and Metallica, if I remember correctly. Um, yeah, Metallica was the one that they were the ones who made a big out. stink of it. And I remember uh South Park made an episode about that and they were talking about like how like like how these poor musicians couldn't couldn't afford their like third yachts or something like that i I don't remember like that was the whole gag i mean realistically right the average the average musician um let's just we'll even say like a middle class musician right they've got they have a sizable audience let's say a hundred thousand 
know, whatever. Um, they're definitely not in the millions, but there's enough of an audience for them to listen. With this day and age, yeah. they don't really make a lot of money per stream, right? It's all about pulls. Yeah. The, the, the PPC, the pay-per-click is not, I think we're like, I think every person is like one-tenth of a penny or something like that. Jeez, yeah. Yeah. So it's, oh. it's well, like, yeah. Oof. I, I mean, back back at that time though, I think it was a little different. You know, it was it was definitely still like they're making rise of like the 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 media landscape has changed, right? Totally. Like you you could start seeing it change around the Napster era, and then it kind of went through the iTunes era, right? It's like, oh yeah, sure you can go and just download this for free, you know, using your LimeWire or Torrents or whatever you wanted to use. But the way to support the artist and make money and be legal is to buy it through, you know, the app store or I think it's iTunes store technically. Um, right. In order to fill up your iPod, you know. Obviously, there's ways around that, but you know, that's been in the past. You can still buy songs on iTunes. I know that's still a thing. Um, to have well, it's to- not. It's not Apple Music. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Apple Music. Sorry about that. Pre-Apple Music. <laughs> You can still yeah. buy it. You can still buy songs um, and keep them essentially, you know, physical copies that are digital, you know, in that weird landscape. Yeah. But with the rise of streaming, like, I think honestly, that we can contribute to Spotify. Spotify kind of, Pandora and Spotify kind of came in and just like wrecked everything. You know, Pandora, yeah, Pandora. The radio, the online radio station, and made that a huge thing. And then Spotify's like, yeah, well, we have radio stations, but how about you just pick and choose what you want to listen to? Yeah, and our curated radio stations are way better, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like every, um, every so often, I'll flip on Pandora, right? But it's very rare. Yeah, Pandora's awful. I, I, I never liked Pandora. I still have... I, I, I'm in, I, I, say I have to be... I'm that guy, right? Yeah. But, uh, I will judge you. You, if you're like playing Spotify, right, and like you're playing for a party or something, and you don't have premium where we have ads, <laughs> I'm like, uh, <laughs> bruh, bruh, come on, it's not that expensive. I think Spotify is less than fifteen bucks a month. I don't even use Spotify. I've, I I use YouTube. God, what a what a case. No, it's dumb. I know. I don't know why I do it that way, but it's just you're not the only one. My my dad does the same thing. Like. He called me, um, we were talking about Power Man 5000, right? And they released, you know, new metal. My dad's into new metal. So I it happened to pop up on one of my like playlists. And I'm like, hey, yo, go check this out. They have a new album. And he went on YouTube and he's like, I can't find it. No one's uploaded it. And I'm like, dad, you have a Spotify account. I pay for, <laughs> for a family Spotify account. You have one. I don't know how to use it. And then he's like, well, tell the song again. And then eventually found it. But it's like, oh, <laughs> I know how to use it. I just, I, I'm just lazy. I, I, it's easier yeah. for me to use YouTube. Um, that. But whatever. But um, I got it. So like, I've never liked the idea of paying for something that's digital. I just, to me, that doesn't make sense to me. You're, you're like paying for something that just like, you know, I, and I mean, I know times have changed. I get it. And I know this is just a me thing. I, you know, I'm not gonna try and justify or anything but i just don't like the idea of paying for something that you can't put in your hands but 
I, I, I like the idea of a service, but I think, I think I may have to think on this, but, I, but I think like when it comes to like, if you're not going to have something in your hands, if it's going to be something that's going to be digital, then I think doing like a, a service like that now, not with like programs like Adobe, I think that's highway robbery, but like, you know, like for instance, like Netflix, your Netflix or your Spotify or, or any of these services that just have a library and you're paying for access to that li- unlimited library. That makes more sense to me, I think. And, to an extent, right? Like, even though Spotify, like Spotify initially, right, when they launched a premium service, it was, hey, you don't want ads? We got you. Just pay us. Because you can use Spotify for free. You can use it on your yeah. computer for free, but you have ads. Right. But premium version also comes with like lists and you can download them and save them for later. You have access to the Spotify mobile app so you can stream, you know, using your data or using Wi-Fi from your phone. Like there's other things packaged in there. Like for me, I pay $14.99, which is definitely on the higher end for Spotify. But I have a family mm-hmm. package, right? So it's like me, my mom, my sister, my dad, and my little brother all have Spotify accounts that are all pretty <laughs> I noticed there's, there's one person left out of that equation. Yep. <laughs> maybe intentionally. Oh, maybe. Maybe. But all you'll right. never know. <laughs> I have a couple more tidbits, but let's run off to a quick break and mainly because I need more coffee. This time with no bugs. Maybe one bug. Ooh, one bug, bug free coffee. Nice. Yeah, there might have been one bug in there, but I think it was already dead. Look at you mo- moving up in the world. Moving on up. <laughs> All right, well, we'll be right back. Hey, what's going on, everybody? My name is Jeff, also known in the internet world as Jefferoth, inviting you to subscribe to my new podcast, The One Winged Gamescast. Every week, I will take the wealth of knowledge I've picked up over the past few decades as I've played video games and covered the industry and use it to celebrate gaming's past, discuss gaming's present, and hypothesize about gaming's future. All the news, all the trends, everything you've ever wanted to know with my own unfiltered opinions. My special guests will have a good time, so pull up a seat on the couch and let's chat. It's the One Winged Games cast with me, Jefferoth on your favorite audio platform of choice. Subscribe now. All right, we're back. I hope you enjoyed whatever we placed in there. That exists. Do I need I to clap? Eh, I don't care. All right, whatever. Yeah, it's fine, whatever. All right, so... The reason, main reason I wanted to bring this up today is I want to talk about your feelings on sampling and covers, essentially, in today's time. That's the weirdest way to put that, but that's how it came out of my mouth. Um, so there, what? What? Oh, no, go ahead. Go ahead. No, your question. <laughs> I snapped you. No, I, I thought I thought, I thought you were done, but then you started going on, so I was... I'm, I, didn't cool. mean, I didn't mean to. I just started rambling. Oh. Okay. What? Uh, all right. So specifically in, like, in the current climate, or just a, in a general sense, or because like, there are two distinct Wait. artists I want to talk about. Did you say uh, either or? Either or. Okay. All right. Distinct. Um. So, 
I'm just going to say in general, because I, I don't really keep up with modern music too much. Like, I, I don't keep up with modern anything, I guess. <laughs> um, not even modern neon. <laughs> not even modern neon. I keep up with old neon. So uh, that could be like a sister website. <laughs> anyway. No, in general, uh, I'm not generally a huge fan of covers, to be honest. Um, I don't. And that's. I don't have anything against them. It's just for me, like, in general, I prefer original works. You know, like, I, I'm generally not too interested in, like, d- interpretations. But, like, there are covers that are great. I mean, there are covers that are better. There are, some, there are lots of times where, like, I'll like a cover and the original. I don't usually, I don't think I usually like only the cover. You mean, like, um, the proto Man? Oh, you know, actually, I don't, I don't really pay attention to their cover uh, stuff. I haven't They're listened good. to their. Yeah. Well, you know what? Okay. No, I've seen them live three times, and they did at least one cover, um, and it was um, uh, Laura Branigan's "Self Control," which mm-hmm. I just I love that song. Yeah. No, I I, I love the Proto Men. I just I love their you know Act One and Act Two so much that that's what I'm going to listen to, and ho- hopefully one day Act Three. Uh, <laughs> but um, no. Uh, yeah, so it's it's usually I don't know. Like I said, for me, and this is just a very me being very stodgy, but it's like like I feel like once somebody does something, it's like all right, that's good. I don't I don't need more. Like I don't need somebody else to do this again. It's already been done. Let's do something else that's new. Um, again, that's just kind of like my own personal thing. Like I I you know I can definitely appreciate the idea of covering music. I think that you know people can bring interesting flair to something that's been done before and in fact sometimes they do a better version you know like for instance uh and i'm not as into it as i used to be but like obviously you know gary Jules, mad world there was a time where i was really into that and uh you know that's a great song yeah and it's like you know i like both versions the gary Jules one seems more like sad or well yeah sad but it seems more like uh it kind of makes more sense because uh you know Tears for Fears. I love Tears for Fears. Their version's very like kind of weird and 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 kind of uh, upbeat almost and fast paced. You know, all around me are familiar faces. You know that kind of you know quick and you know tone. And it's kind of it's it kind of bizarre. It almost gives it sort of a surreal sound to it, which is great. Um, and I love that. And you have the Gary Jules one, which is like okay, I guess this is this this makes more sense. Although I think. I saw Tears for Fears many years ago um, at a con- in a downtown concert, and I think they actually did the Gary Jules version of, T- of Mad World, which is kind of interesting. If I'm remembering correctly, don't quote me on that. I won't, but Gary Jules, if I remember correctly, because I don't remember um, the original too well. I've heard it. I just don't remember. Gary Jules is more like piano-driven than the original. Yeah. It, it's good. You know, like that's, that's an example of something that, like, you know, I love the original Tears for Fears version. That almost seems the original almost seems more like an interpretation, whereas the 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 cover sounds like the way it should have been at first. I guess that makes that makes sense. So you've got you've got that. Um, I'm trying to think of another one. Um, uh, you know, like three dog, oh, three dog. Oh, go ahead. We'll, 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 let's circle back to that because I do want to close it out by giving you by putting you on the spot with your favorite covers. So let, let's circle back to this and we'll jump to it. I'll cut around sure. things if I have to. Anyway, so these 
two there's two particular artists in the um, electronic world I want to talk about. Mm-hmm. And again, this is what they spurred on the subject. First, let's do let's do Kygo. Kygo, um, yes. if you're not familiar with him, is a chill pop artist, I believe, out of the UK, and he's been making these covers. I want to say they're covers, almost remixes. You know, they all kind of fall under yeah. the category almost. Right. Of classic songs with famous R&B singers, right? And instead of covering it themselves with a newer artist, right, he does sample the original vocals. I'm not sure if they're from, they're just like ripped directly from the song or were they recorded in sessions, you know, before they passed away? I'm not, I don't know. But like the two that they have, and they're, I know they are destroying the top, they are on the charts right now and they're just lighting that thing on fire. Um, yeah, the big one is Higher Love with Whitney Houston. Yeah, everyone loves Whitney. A lot of people mm-hmm. love Whitney. I'm not going to generalize everyone. And what's love got to do with it uh, with Tina Turner? Can I and, can I interrupt for just a quick moment? Of course, go for it. I I don't know if you saw this. There's a meme floating around uh, that was floating around that I thought was really uh, really funny. It said. Uh, uh, it's like a, um, not really a meme, I guess, but it's like a Twitter comment or somebody says, uh, do you call yourself a feminist? Name every one, every single woman. And then somebody comments and says, Whitney Houston. I thought that was really funny. I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, what I think for, so the, for those two particular songs in general, I mm-hmm. think because he really doesn't, you know, he tries to em- like embrace the original recording as much as he can and it's just yeah it, it treats it as and i think it's also because you know he's a dj right or in a producer so they're kind of used to being like stepping around into the background and making everything but it's essentially those two songs feel like they could have just been recorded by whitney and tina turner right and just updated for this modern age which i mean i'm addicted to both of them i mm-hmm. love I love what's love got to do with it. Probably one of my only favorite Tina Turner songs because I'm not a huge Tina Turner fan. Yeah. But, oh, that song, that's one of my karaoke jams. And I love this version. Probably also because I love Kygo, but at the same time. So. I've got to check that out. I no, definitely have to. If you've never, if you haven't listened to it, it's, Kygo is all like chill pop, right? Like it's, they are chill oh, pop. I, chill I'm, pop I'm familiar with Kygo. And in fact, when we circle back, I'll, I'll, give a few thoughts on that too but um yeah if you haven't listened to it do it like it, it does, again they just feel like they've been updated for this new age on the other hand yeah okay we've got rehab i'm gonna pronounce it without the stylized version because that's how it goes um r3hab if you want to be all stylized and all that kind of crap great dj mm-hmm. i'm not gonna say that he's not he he's on this recent high trip, right? He's using quarantine to his best of his, best of his ability and releasing. I think he's got new music almost every week. It's insane. Good. And if you follow Modern Neon, we 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 cover it very often. Um, he first popped on our radar by doing a cover of ATCs all around the world. Okay, if you're not familiar, ATCs a touch of class. It's one of those classic '90s, like early '90s or mid '90s electronic songs that's like you know all of yeah i don't i don't want to remember how to say it but it's oh, a yeah. proper classic song i i probably and, heard it right 
definitely heard it. And wow. it's a good song, don't get me wrong. And he definitely makes a little bit of liberties, but I think he, for that particular one, he does a solid job at you know using his own style, but at the same time trying to embrace the original. Sure. However, this new, the latest one is the one that kind of spurred this whole conversation. He, he did a electronic version of Smells Like Teen Spirit. Hmm. And he, you can obviously tell, like, he, he tried to keep the, he, like, he, he took out the guitars and everything, right? He kept that beat, you know, he kept that, the guitar and drum combo, uh, the little kickstep combo that, they, that that song is known for, right? It's there. Yeah. Right. And he couldn't he couldn't have picked a better singer to change it. Like he he collabed with Amber Shepherd, who's a brilliant vocalist in her own right, and mm-hmm. she killed it, right? But that song, I feel like, should all it almost be protected, right? I don't feel like yeah. that song should be covered. Like there's interesting. There are it's... a few songs in history that are like as iconic, right? As that one, yeah. And yeah, it bothers me that it was like kind of untouched, and that that feeling bothers me. Like, wait, it bothers you that it was untouched? Sorry, that's why. That bothers me that it was covered, right? I feel like oh, that yeah. no was like. I don't even particularly like Nirvana, right? But that song right. such an impact, and I'm like, why did you? Why? And I think it would have been different, like if he, like if he took the Kygo route, right, and just kind of updated yeah. it for this modern age, which essentially it can be argued that he did. Because electronic music right. is such is very prominent now in almost every genre. I mean, even rock, then, rock and metal have it. Maybe it's because uh, he replaced the vocals. I mean, <laughs> well, let me ask you. Let me, let me yeah. ask you this really quickly: Is this? Have you seen this opinion floating around, or is this sort of a personal opinion? I've uh, I've seen both. Like I'm definitely it's definitely a minuscule opinion, right? But not a lot of people. Have. A lot of people do enjoy it. Um, yeah, cause I, I feel like I, for once I'm in the camp that's like, mm. I mean, I'm not gonna say it's not a bad song. It's catchy. Yeah, yeah, it's good. But it's like, <sighs> I don't feel like the approach was all there. I well okay so like because when you said that I, I like as soon as you brought it up I'm like there's people who are gonna be upset about this because I feel like you know Nirvana is one of those bands it's like you know obviously Kurt Cobain mm-hmm. died very young I mean he was part of the 27 Club and he um you know I think that all that contributes I mean he he they were a very prominent band at the forefront of the grunge movement of the 90s you know it's it's, it's you know that the time that it was happening and, and the, the music that they did, I think that, you know, they were heavily influential. It smells like teen spirit is that song. That's like, you know, it's one of those songs, like you said, and, you know, with him dying far too young and like before, you know, he, he died before his, before his time and everything like that. So I could see people being really upset on that front. And the fact that it's a really you know, beloved song. And, and I, I actually really like, I'm not a huge Nirvana fan. I really like that song. I know it's overplayed, like that whole thing. But I mean, same thing with Stairway to Heaven. I'm not a, Stair- I'm not a Led Zeppelin fan, but I love Stairway to Heaven. You know, it's just one of those things. Actually, I'm kind of glad that you brought Led Zeppelin up because that essentially could go into, this kind of fits into the same category. 
while they do make original songs and they do, I know they've covered a few Led Zeppelin hits. What are your thoughts on Greta Van Fleet? Who? Uh, have you ever heard of them? Greta Van Fleet what? is a rock band that's um, been making the circle for like two years now. Yeah. And their whole concept is they are bringing back the like the class the classic hard rock sound like that Led Zeppelin was famous for. Hmm. Uh, I mean, I haven't. I mean, if you go online, you can search, and they have people like they'll put people of all different races and different ages. They put them in the same room, and they go, "Okay, we want you to tell you." Know, they do a, a sound test. Tell me which, if you can tell which ones Led Zeppelin and which ones Greta Van Fleet. Okay, it's interesting. Now, that close. Do they make? Do they do original music or are they cover bands? Yeah, they, no, no, they have original music. Okay, I mean. I'd have to listen to them. I don't really like Led Zeppelin that much. I kind of don't really like dad rock a whole lot. I mean, some dad rock, but... I, huh? I, like, I like dad rock. <laughs> I know. you. you but I, I, that's... And again, I, I think I was, I was way more into dad rock when I was in college. Um, but like now it's just... I don't know. I, I find it really like kind of tacky. I don't know. It's You're tacky. I know. It, it, there's, there's... You know, like I love the Beatles. I love, um, you know... The Who, there's there's a lot of like you know those kinds of bands I really like, but just in general like dad rock, corporate rock, whatever you want to call it. I just I don't know. Like I don't I don't really like Led Zeppelin. I don't like uh, Pink Floyd. I know I'm gonna get like roasted for all this, but I don't like um, I don't like the Eagles. Like so, like Led Zeppelin, I don't agree with. I'm I'm a fan of Led Zeppelin. Uh, yeah, Floyd. they've got some great songs. They and they all they all do have some songs I enjoy. Like yeah, I love yeah, yeah. like. Like they're hits, right? Like I enjoy their hits. Uh, no, not not so much. Like for it, okay, um, Led Zeppelin. My favorite song is probably the Rain song. That's I a good one. Them. That is such a good song. Anyway, um, yeah, I like uh, Der Maker, and I do like Whole Lot of Love. Whole Lot of Love is good. Yeah, um, I like Ram Ram uh, Ramble On. Is Ramble On is no. Good. no. No, yeah. it's not Ramble On. No, yeah, no, I know that's a, no, no, that's not the song. I know that there's a song called Ramble On. That's not the one I like. Uh, it's oh, babe, I'm gonna leave you. Oh, that's a good. That's an interesting choice. That one's that's a really good one. Uh, because he talks about how he has to go, he has to ramble on in the song. He's always rambling. That that Robert Plant. Yeah, he is. Rambling, yeah. Rambling Man by Allman Brothers is great. By the way, I love that's that's a good one. Anyway, uh, we, we got off on. Yeah, we'll we'll circle back to that, but uh, or not circle back to that, but we'll get there. Who is it? Allman Brothers? Who did uh, Layla? No, no, that's Eric Clapton. Yeah, that's right. That's like the that's another like the, uh, Eric Clapton solo stuff I like. I know. So, yeah, I do like okay. another controversial opinion. I don't like Eric Clapton. Do not, and I'm not a huge Eric Clapton fan. I I, I love Cream. I think Cream is great. I think, you know, he's done some good stuff. I just don't really, not a huge fan. No, like, yeah, I don't really like his solo stuff. Um, I like Cocaine. I th it's because that guitar. Do you like the song, song too? Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> How do you think I gamify and get everything done ever? Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> that's, so that's next, the secret. Next week's episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, like, I like Layla is one of my favorite rock songs of all time. I used to. I used it's to really up. like Layla. Right. That was that was during my dad rock era phase. Alright, so to close out this episode for a quick rec, instead of doing a normal rec, let's do this. 
I want you to give me five songs, right? Me. It could be covers, yeah. could be samples, whatever, that you want, you think that the people, the audience should check out. That'll be all right. Okay. I'll, do it I'll do it too, but I'm letting you take the stage. Oh, well, you may have to... The audible spotlight. You may have to edit this down so it seems like I'm coming out with these on the spot. But uh, all right, so the first, number one I'm going to recommend is the uh, Kaigo remix of Sexual Healing. I mean, and, and I, we were talking about this off cast, but um, like, because that was something I wanted to mention. Um, and, and again, like, that's kind of like, is it a remix? Is it a cover kind of thing? I guess more of a remix. Like, that's, I don't know. Um, I mean, it is a remix, but it's like, you know, it's, it's. Right. I'm thinking about it. What's that? Who does that remix now that I'm thinking about it? What? What remix? The remix of Sexual Healing. Kaigo. It's Kaigo remix. Does he do one for Kaigo? Does he do one for Sexual Healing? It's called the Kaigo remix. I mean, huh. it might. I mean, it, maybe they're just. Maybe it was somebody else who said, oh, it sounds like Kaigo. So they, but yeah, the Sexual Healing Kaigo remix. Um, okay. All right. I'm down with that. I'm a. I'm a Marvin Gaye has some great music. He's got a great Marvin voice. I, 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 you know, I like his, I like his body of work a lot. Mm -hmm. um, and Sexual Healing is a great song. We all know it. We all love it. And it's a song that you listen to. And it's like you wouldn't, you wouldn't think that it should be covered or remixed or whatever because it's, it's, it's just solid as it is. Kygo, the Kygo remix somehow made it so much better somehow i don't know how but it's just it, it you listen to it, it's like this is the way it should have been from the beginning like it's and and again it uses his uh his vocals and everything it just kind of you know does different things with fading him in and like you know um the instrumentals are different I, I don't know i'm not doing a great job it's just just listen to it it's great i love it it's it's i i can't listen to the original anymore with even though the original is great but the 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 remix is the definitive so that's one. So we're we're talking covers and remixes. Um, covers, remixes, something that's like been heavily sampled, you know, whatever. Um, I really okay. I mean, I really like. A, I think it's. I think it's just called Hey DJ. Different Shades of Brown. I think is the band. But or the 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 artists. But like, also, I love the original too. Like, I'll just listen to both of them. No, I said okay, cool. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'll listen to both of them. I haven't in a while, but like those are both just great. Like, um, but yeah, like I, I just I, I really like I, what I really like about the the different shades of brown. I think that's what they're uh, what the artist is called. Uh, the artist is that one of the guys is really good with pauses in that. Like he, he like he is so like he, he his pauses are so on point in that song. But uh, all right. So that's two. Uh, let me go with a good standard cover. What's a good standard cover that I like? Uh, it's tough because like my mind is is going blank right now. I'm like, I, there's putting you on the audible spotlight. Hey, listen, just more more editing work for you. I know, I hate you. You, hey, no, you did this so to yourself. Much. This is what you. This is what so you do. When you put. Oh, come on, come on. <laughs> Put me on the spot and blame me for it. Um, exactly. <laughs> you knew it was coming. <laughs> I, I didn't. We. I just learned about this subject today. If you listened, if you if listeners, if you listen back, I did mention that we were going to circle back to it like twenty minutes ago into the episode. No, we did. 
yes, we did, but it's not like I can like I I can't just like think while talking like that. Who does that first of all? And secondly, you know, <laughs> no, I know, but it's like you, if I was trying to think, like I'd be all distracted, and you know that wouldn't be good. All right, here, those are my first two. Why don't you go with your five? And I'm not going to listen because I'm going to be trying to think of my other three. Okay. That's fun. Okay. All right. Do that. Uh, I can pick. I, I have three at least right here, right off the top of my head. I saw the example for a classic. I, I wanted to go through a lot of. I was going through in my head. I'm like, well, which one should I pick? And there's a lot of disturbed covers that are really good. Um, mm -hmm. If I have to pick one, I'm going to pick the most recent cover. Their their cover their version of Sound of Silence by Simon and Garfunkel. Hmm. It's I like it a lot. I love the original, right? But this one it feels maybe it's because of um, Draymond's delivery. It feels more painful, right? It feels more emotion within every lyric that he sings, and it just it takes that to this next level that we need. Um, another example of a great cover would be, you know what, I'll go into sample territory. If you haven't heard, and I'm going to say it's aggressive, so it's not particularly everyone's cup of tea. Grillix in like 2014, 2012, you know, mid-2010s, mid he sampled as an ode to the future of electronic music. He worked with the surviving member of The Doors and uh, sampled an interview with Jim Morrison in his track, what's the, uh, Breaking a Sweat. And like, you, can t you can tell, it's, like, it's a heavy sample, but it is a fantastic song. It's aggressive, right? It's not definitely not for everyone, but it's a song. Mm -hmm. Another, oh, here's a, here's a good one. This one... A lot of people who may not necessarily remember is a cover, but it is a cover. Metallica's cover of Bob Seger's Turn the Page. I do thoroughly enjoy Bob Seger and his original. That original song is probably one of the only ones I like from Bob Seger, but Metallica puts their own little twist on it, and I think it's just the right amount of change. Because realistically, you can listen to it, and it's like, oh yeah, these are very similar, right? But Metallica's influence is absolutely solid I got it we'll wrap it up with one more um, instead of going all the way to five but this can arguably be a cover it, 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 I'm saying it's a cover but it can be argued that it's not because it has the original vocalist in it, it is Amy Lee and Lindsey Sterling covering Bring Me to Life uh, Bring Me to Life is the famous hit song from Evanescence, who Amy Lee was a part of, she was the main woman vocalist, whatnot. Her and Lindsay Sterling, who's very famous as a, she was like a dead dubstep violinist for a little while, but now she's just like the queen of violin, classic electronic music, I guess you could say. And they did a cover album together and did, did a whole tour and everything. And I actually got to catch that tour live. And it definitely made, it took that next. If you like Evanescence, I'm not saying that the original is bad, because obviously, you know, that's a key, that's their like, cornerstone song. But add the Lindsay Sterling's violin on top of it, and it just, it takes it there where the original doesn't. So, 
You got you got one or two more covers for me while you're over there existing. Yes, 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 I have I have three, and oh. and I and I warned you I wasn't going to be listening because I had to focus on coming up. I actually had came up with a really good one too. Um, I think there's one other two that like. Like, I know there's other examples. I just, my brain's not there. So, you know, like, uh, unfortunately, so these aren't necessarily much strong. One of them is going to be one of my strongest. I'm going to bring this up. There's actually, not that it's, I wouldn't say it's necessarily better. It's just like, you know, I like it. Hart actually did a cover of Stairway to Heaven. Speaking of, you know, all that stuff earlier. Yeah, they did. And it may have just been a live performance. Um, It's on one of the, it's like on Little Queen or something. Like, I think it's the, here, I'm going to look it up really quickly. Um, I think it's on their, like, a bonus track on their CD on Little Queen or um, or the other album that came out. Yeah, it's on Little Queen, and it's on the 2004 remastered issue uh, bonus track. And it was, a, it was a live performance. And it's great because, you know, Ann Wilson just has such a, uh, such a great voice. Yeah. Um, so, like, hearing, you know, like, I love that song and hearing her sing it is and and add her own like like there's a part where she does like that ah like it, it's really good you, you just have to listen to it i'm sure you can find it out there then yeah like on youtube music exactly another remix that i'm gonna go it's this is gonna be very basic but i'm just gonna say use this as an example because this is something where i don't really like what the song that is sampled but i like this and it's mm-hmm. it's the classic it's the classic Sugar Hill Gang rapper's delight, you know. That's okay. That's an interesting choice. Yeah, I mean, obviously we all know it, but it's like, I, I, it's I really like it, and they take they sample from a song that I don't like, that I don't enjoy, which I can't remember what that's. Do you remember what that song is that they sample? I don't remember it off the top of my head. I can't can't off the top of my head, but um, yeah, I'm not a huge fan of that. But um, oh wait, don't don't don't. Good times. Yeah, I don't really like that song that much. Um, anyway, and then the last one, and this is actually an example of a cover that I like a lot. Like this, I like both, but this is the one that I really listen to. This is like, yeah, this is really good. It's Woodstock by Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young. Um, the original is Joni Mitchell, and hers is great too. But just there's, ah, it's it's got that driving rhythm it's got that it's it's really it's that's the one and it's interesting too because Joni Mitchell wasn't actually at Woodstock she wrote it based on maybe her maybe her husband was there I don't remember but she based it on like what she heard about Woodstock and then you've got Crosby Stills and Nash were actually at Woodstock so it's kind of interesting to see them cover a song that was written by somebody who kind of wrote it through hearsay and it's a great song. I don't, know, like even, I don't know either one of those songs, actually. I've never heard of it. Oh, you should check it out. Yeah, you should check it out. Uh, again, Joni Mitchell's is, is um, a little more, like, uh, I'd say Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young's version's a little more, I don't want to say palatable, but, it's, but hers is a little more, like, artistic and kind of, you know, a little, still very good. And, and I love her lyric. Even though she wasn't there, I feel like she really managed to capture the essence of well, I mean, I say that like I, I wasn't there either. So what, what do I know? But, you know, you're not, you're not that ancient. I'm not that ancient yet. Um, I'm almost Woodstock. No, I'm just kidding. But uh, no, I mean, you know, like I've, I've seen the Woodstock documentary and, and all that stuff. And, you know, so I, I definitely get a sense of flavor of what it was like. So it, it feels like it rings true for from somebody who also wasn't there. Okay. 
Well, before we wrap up, I actually just thought of uh, one other thing to yes. round out at five, I guess. Um, we This is more recent, and I'm not going to pick a particular version um, just because I think most of them are actually pretty good. I mean, they fail in original like, in comparison to the original. But at the same time, they're, they're solid covers, I'll admit it. With the passing of uh, Charlie Daniels, a lot of bands have put out covers of Devil Went Down to Georgia. So go search the easy hmm. for those. Uh, I know the big one is Korn. Korn put out a ver- version as a tribute. And it's, 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 it's weird to hear Jonathan Davis sing in that particular song. But I'm not saying it's not bad. I do enjoy it. So, um, okay. Well, did you just say I'm not saying it's not bad? Yeah, I'm not saying it's not bad. You're not saying it's not bad. So it's, wait. So, yeah, that's a double negative. So you're, so you are saying it's nope. not bad. I wait. It's no, I mean bad. you're saying. Okay, yeah. I'm yeah. saying it's not bad. There, don't, don't, don't yeah, call you me don't want to say. Neg- don't call me out for my double, double negatives. Right? I'm just, I'm just trying to help you express what you're trying to say. Okay. Hey, hey, hey. Well, <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> how dare right. you? How dare you? Okay. Yeah. All right. Well. I like yeah. doing music be, episodes. They're fun. There will be more. There will be more. And there will be more movie ones. We've got to get David Barry back on. I know he's anxious. and, and I'm, I know. We, we haven't had a guest on in, like, weeks. I'm getting tired of you. I believe me. It, listen to the last week's episode. You know I'm getting tired of you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yo, yeah. And, and listen, listen. I, that's, that's true. And I, and I thank you for reminding. I, I do want to. <laughs> well, you did it anyway. I was going to say, too, from last week's episode... I was being a jackass when I made that comment about getting cars off. Yes, I do believe that, but that's, I, I was speaking out of my ass, not thinking, and I knew it because we had already had this discussion before and you had explained it to me. I still, for whatever reason, you know, I, I like anybody else, I don't always know what I'm talking about. I never know what I'm talking about. Don't ever listen to me. Never. Ever. I, no. Don't tell them that. <laughs> no, stop listening. no, I'm just, I know, I know. No, no, but seriously though, like I, 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 uh, I I do feel like I spoke out of place there. Uh, sometimes I just speak without thinking. Sometimes I get a little too passionate about it. I'm trying to, you know, retain some of my uh, some of my uh, uh, ethos, and uh, you know, or, or is it? Yeah, ethos, right? Uh, but anyway, I'm I'm trying to retain some of that so that you know I can still be a pretty rational person sometimes i get carried away i definitely did last week and i am very i do feel bad for anybody who's you know like yourself anybody who's out there who's actually experiencing this and some some outsiders like oh get the cars off the you're right that's different you know there's a time and a place for that it's fine whatever okay anyway (laughs) sidestep it all um i hope you enjoyed this episode (laughs) yeah you, you know the drill like rate sub not subscribe but follow i guess comment you can subscribe comment leave us a voice message let yeah. us know what you think um i'm glad to see that we're getting a we keep getting spikes every week so i'm glad that y'all are enjoying it all these all those analytics and whatnot yeah all those sweet analytics all those statistics i'd like to know that the people listening are not just numbers there are people <laughs> Oh, and um, quick note, and also I'll give it I'll, here. I'll give it the time frame of two weeks. In about two weeks, our Discord for this podcast, as well as the Modern Neon in general, will be live. So there'll Ooh. be a link in the description once that is official. 
Very cool. So we'll be able to interact with our listeners. And, and if, you're, if you're that one person in Germany, come back. We miss you. Well, the one person in Germany, one person in Brazil. Oh, yeah. And Brazil. Yeah. We miss both of you. Come back. I'm sorry. I won't call you out anymore. Just join our Discord. Say <laughs> hi. Let us know what, what you're thinking. Let us know who you are. And, and rate us five stars. They don't cost yes, anything. Even, even in Germany and Brazil, they don't cost anything. Yeah. Yeah. All right, all right. See you guys next week. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now.